If you like fat guys talking about general interest topics, you're in luck. It's time for Cliff and Kindle, Coast to Coast. Stay away the hell from my way 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 the hell from my what happens in between my legs is my own business. Cliff and Kindle, Cliff and Kindle, Cliff and Kindle. Forever and always and always and always. Sure, sure. Kindle time, 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 Oh, Kendall, have you ever loved being in a high school gymnasium more than you love it today? No, Cliff. Usually it's always brought me great fear and trepidation to walk into a high school gymnasium, but not today. Not today. Because I'll, I'm, I'm going to quote what I've been singing all morning. I am not giving away my shot, Cliff. That's because I'm going to get my shot today, my vaccine. Is that a quote from something? It's a song. It's from Hamilton. Oh, I thought it was from High School Musical, and I thought maybe I knew it. <laughs> no, that's I'm not giving away my gym shorts or something. I don't Ooh, know. I like that better. <laughs> Kendall, we're here in the Busheltown High School gymnasium, not giving away our gym shorts or our shots, but we are oh, getting our shots. We're getting our vaccinations. We've set up the booth here. You know, the thing is, if you get vaccinated. They ask you to wait around for about 15 minutes to see if you've had any kind of weird reaction. And so we are set up in the booth, sort of in this waiting around area, not far from where they're giving the shots, but people are just sort of hanging out with us, possibly, you know, hopefully not having any bad reactions to us or the shot. Just to hang out. To hang out instead of a shootout. They got a shot and they, <laughs> then they're going to sit. They're going to have a shot and a sit with us. And Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchart and Mr. Snodbottom, they, I believe, I don't know when they're getting their shots, but you know, we're all on the docket today. We're in line, basically. We're in line. And Mr. Snodbottom and Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchart, you know, they just can't help but help others. And so they're going around, mm-hmm. you know, they're trying to volunteer, help what they can, the essential health care workers, and pass out, you know, lemonade and cookies and uh. Oh, not those, thank God. <clears throat> no, but see... Uh, we need some... But- did did you bring the Butternut Rock Krispies here, or did you leave them at home? Well, I, it's kind of a... It's a double answer. I brought them, but then I ate them on the way. But, Cliff, it, we're, they're not the only helpful ones. We're being helpful, too. We're, we're putting on the entertainment for all the people that are sitting here having to wait to make sure they're safe. We are. The speaker is on outside the booth. Hello? Everybody, hi there. Oh, ouch, right in the arm. Ouch. Oh, you feeling okay? You doing good? All right, great. Hope you're doing all right. Got some lemonade and cookies coming around. So just hang out and, you know, don't don't bother telling us goodbye. Just go over and show those people by the exit sign your card when it's been 15 minutes and you can leave. Isn't this fun? Well, it is. Always it's fun doing a show. Well, that's what I mean. Kendall? Doing the show here for everybody. So well, fun. it's always fun. It's always fun. It was fun when we did it in front of the pyramids in Egypt. It was fun when we did it across the street from Buckingham Palace. We didn't even know, know all just, that stuff with Meghan and minute, Harry was Cliff. going on. It's been a minute. <coughs> Ooh, it hasn't been a minute since I've heard one of those, though. No, it hasn't. <laughs> Listeners are like, I'd like a minute or two here and there without one. Maybe Sorry. someday. Sorry, we're working on it. We've been working on it for 10 years or more. Kendall, quit talking about vaccinations and belches and bodily functions and tell the listeners what the hell this episode is about. You know, I get carried away, Cliff, and I was like, oh, I forgot there even was a topic. But you're right, Cliff. We are counting down the childhood toys that we played with and loved the most as children. Count them down. Listeners are thinking, damn. Counting them down. Here we are. And yes, here we are. Listeners, will your childhood toys make the list? (gasps) I hope that a lot of teens are thinking, I hope my Pokemon cards get on the list. (laughs) 
Uh, Cliff, unfortunately, it's not a current list of toys that we play with the most. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be this um, space coin that I have made a special spot for in the booth because we do so many countdowns. We have to have one standing by at all times. You know, someday, Kendall, when... Uh, you, you know, I mean, uh, horrible, worse things than this have happened. If there was like a Cliff and Kendall land with a gift shop, we could sell our own space <laughs> coins. <laughs> specifically made for flipping and choosing. Are you having trouble deciding who goes first when doing a countdown? Get one of Flip our a space, space coin. coins. Man, the opportunities are endless. Endless. <laughs> Cliff and Kendall land. Hey, flip that bitch! Flip that right. bitch! Do you want heads or tails? Give me some heads. Right, it is heads. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I never thought it would happen to me that I would have to go first. (laughs) But here we are. Oh. Kendall, there's so many. And I I want to talk about, on this countdown, about toys that you actually played with. Oh, yeah. Not that you just, like, sat and had... But like ones that were there. If I was a peeping Tom in the 80s and I had peeped in, what would I have seen in Kendall's chubby little fingers? I should take all the exercise equipment off my list. Exercise? Nobody's going to buy it, Kendall. (laughs) It just sat there. No, with stuff we're really playing. And listeners are thinking, finally, now that that detail's in their diaries, I, Cliff, can move on. Strike it from the record. (laughs) <laughs> and then strike it from the record. Kindle number 10. On the child <laughs> toy. <laughs> Countdown. Hey, okay. <laughs> you gotta admit that these toys, they don't make them like this anymore. Or very rarely and just not as good. You know those old McDonald's Happy Meal toys? Oh, yeah. And I'm talking specifically mine, just something I really did love and that I kept on and hung on to and still have as a man in his 50s today. My Muppet Babies Happy Meal Toys. (laughs) That's a good one. They don't make them like that anymore. And I can understand why the government, big government, wants to big its way in and not allow selling high fat foods directly to children. I get maybe why you don't want to do that but it really did end an era of good Happy Meal toys. Don't you agree? Well yeah I I was just going to say like last week I stopped somewhere at like I, I can't remember where it was. Somewhere to get like a breakfast because I was like in a rush and I wanted some fast food and and breakfast was of course over because it was too late and I was like well I'll just have a grilled cheese and the people were like oh you must want a child's menu meal so they brought me the whole meal and it was a toy in it and I was like what the hell is this thing it's uh-huh. like a spiky thing like a devil looking thing I have no idea what it was referencing and it was just weird I was like what what happened to the good old toys Satan. It's just giving over to Satanism. <laughs> to the, the Happy Meal toy. Do you have a favorite Happy Meal toy that is not slated to appear on the list that you want to tell us about? Um, there were so many. I had well, so many. Yeah, there were um, Back to the Future animated uh, <laughs> cartoon toys that they had that I loved so much. They had the train, and I, would, and I remember I would just... <laughs> Like fly it through the air. I loved it. Uh, yes, I loved that set of toys, and I have no idea what happened to those. And really, tied with it, the Muppet Babies. Late breaking <laughs> tie. It's tie, folks. The, uh, Price Waterhouse just alerted me that number 10 is a tie. <laughs> and it's the, the Muppet Babies <laughs> tied with not McDonald's, but Hardee's. Toys, the California Raisins. Oh, yeah, the California Raisins. Those were the best. I had <laughs> so the many. They were the best, the California Raisins. So many, so cool, so hip, so oh, rockin'. I still love that Christmas special. Love them all. Nothing, 
bad about the raisins, Kendall. <laughs> and that promotes health. Healthy yeah. ra- food raisins. So there you go, listeners. Neatly packaged number 10. Uh, oddly, uh, it didn't help me eat any healthier. Uh, Watching the California raisins. Watching is not the same as eating raisins, no, unfortunately. It's not. Uh, I should have told you that in school. <laughs> Cliff, number nine. Or, no, nine. yes, number nine. Now, this, it only is, and I always have to have a modifier. This is only at the end of my list because it didn't really work. Um, And I'll tell you why. We bought this Power Wheel little 4x4 truck. And I may have told the story on the show before. We bought it at a yard sale. And it worked for like just a little bit. But I was so fat as a child that it really weighed down the motor and the battery. And so it just died, you know, maybe a weekend. I had a hell of a week. Riding that little 4x4. Four four. But after that, me and my friends had to push each other around in it. Because that was the only way we could get it to run. And so, I It was I like one of it. those... Like a... Like a motorized car that you would get in. Yes. Yeah. But it only worked for how long? A week? A week. <laughs> it was old already when we got it. So it could have been a lemon. But I was so fat, it really taxed the motor. Never had a motorized car. Thought those were for... The Rockefellers in the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. An old one from a yard sale that worked for a week. I was really <laughs> living high, Cliff. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I was just so spoiled. Beautiful day that the Lord has made, dear. Oh, hey, Walking our vaccine is a wonderful day. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, Sugarlum. You know, boys, just a few moments ago, Charles the contractor received his vaccination shot, the first one. Oh, blessed be to the Lord. Oh, isn't it wonderful? We're all becoming healthy, dear. That is good. That is good. So, Charles. Charles the contractor got his, okay. Oh, yes, boy. It seems he did cause quite a stir because he requested to receive the shot in his buttocks. Oh, no. But but the the nurse said no to that, boy. Oh, well, good. He said he was a contractor, dear, and he needed his arm to work. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) When's the last time he worked? Oh, Kendall. Hey, booth maintenance is a a (laughs) never-ending job. Oh, look at this booth and how maintained it is. Kendall, quit bitching. Now, when are you guys slated to to get your vaccinations? It's it's coming up, dear. We're not exactly sure in the next maybe 20 minutes, dear, so... Yes, Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn. She's holding a small device that will begin buzzing and lighting up when it's time for us to get the shot, boys. Oh, yes, dear. It's like we're at Chili's, dear, weighing on a table. Oh, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. Oh, you're making me hungry, Sugarloaf. Oh, do you think we should avoid any food before the shot, or could we go get a snack? Oh, I think it's best to get the shot on an empty stomach. We want it to work perfectly in our bodies. Oh, that's a good idea. Well, let's go get the rest of these people some snacks so they can get their energy back after the shot, dear. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's fellowship with our fellow citizens, dear. Oh, oh, you guys oh. are wonderful as usual. Oh, Just yes. doing the Lord's work, dear. All right, we're bringing you some living squares, dear. Hold, hold on, here we come. Okay, lemon squares. I could use some lemon squares. I don't. I think I'm fine eating those before or after the shot. I didn't know we weren't supposed to eat. I've been eating all morning. I ate a lot of leftovers. I <laughs> no, stopped but, on the way. Nobody said anything about not eating. I've been eating everything. Everything, Kendall. I do mean everything. Yes. Story of my life. All right, what are we on? What have we done? Num, we've done ten and nine. We're on number eight. <gasps> oh, number eight. <gasps> I will say number eight comes in are so a specific pair of action figures that I played with a lot when I was like eleven or twelve around there. 
And I used my dad's video camera to make a TV show with him. It was Whoopi Goldberg from Star Trek. And <laughs> she was married to Two-Face from Batman the Animated Series. And they were an up, upscale African-American couple. And they lived, you know, had a hilarious sitcom life. And all via the camcorder and so i loved in them. front of a live studio audience. well i was there and i probably i did all the voices <laughs> and i probably did some audience laughter too but i just thought it was the best you know i wanted my own nick at night sitcom and there i had it. i had the greatest star in the world Whoopi goldberg headlining so there you go well, and see clip that was only eight. preparing you it was only preparing you for this show for this show, someday we'll get Whoopi and Billy D. Williams to take over <laughs> as hosts, and it'll be great. Yeah, even though I did have all whole bunch of the Batman the animated series, I did not. I'd never watched Star Trek, but I just knew Whoopi, and, and you know, I needed the the Whoopi Goldberg. It's like having a sister act, and for some stupid reason, there were no sister act action figures. Uh, but there were Star Trek, thank God. God? Well, it was a lot of fabric to make those robes. for the, the A lot of robes. Figures, so. I would have loved it. A Kathy and Jimmy, a Maggie Smith, Mother Superior. Oh, I Come on. Yeah, I would have loved it too. Well, there's still Harvey Cartel, yeah, the cop. Who, yeah, there was a, there's a whole, all of the nuns. Yeah, there, well, there's still a chance, Cliff. There's still Monsignor, a chance. the Pope. The Pope <laughs> was the in the Pope. last scene. <laughs> now that would be great. All right. Um, Cliff number seven. <laughs> Something else I have spoken about on the show before. Uh oh. All and right. that is that famous Big Bird Easel that led to the <laughs> the discovery of no Santa Claus. Yes, I love that Big Bird Easel. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it so much, and it still it made that list because man, the artwork I created on that big bird easel. I love that big bird easel. Easel down, easel down the road. I would say society has just declined sharply since the time when the majority of children had to watch Sesame Street every day, when there became (laughs) too many. Options. Yeah. Because uh, everything else is just not as good. Didn't teach you. It didn't teach you knowledge, but also about friendship and neighborhood Respect. and community and all of that shit. It should be required viewing of every child every day. It should be. It should be. But in the curriculum. It be. Kendall, I think it's high time we made a good first impression. First impression! Uh, it's high time. It's a new fa- fan favorite segment where we do an impression and we try to guess who it is. Because technically, we're fans too. Uh, yeah, technically. If you get real technical about it, we are also fans. All right, Kendall, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Sure, I might as well start and get one of these over with. Here we go. All right. (laughs) Sure. Only a life lived for others in a life is a life worthwhile. (laughs) Terrible impression. Uh, That was... (laughs) That was Sergeant Carter from Gomer Pyle, USMC. (laughs) No. No. Sorry, Cliff. Uh, maybe that's what you heard from that terrible impression, but that was the one and only Grinch. <laughs> oh, okay. That was my second guess. Good. All right, here we go. All right. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's not so easy. Uh, sure it is. Let's see. Okay. Greedy minds have always been known to survive any kind of bad training. Oh, that's Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo! <laughs> I thought about doing that, and I tried, and I couldn't. So, <laughs> that's so funny about that. All right, here we go. Here's mine. <clears throat> okay. 
That was a butthole shitting. <laughs> no, it well, was Don- <laughs> Donald Duck. That was indeed Donald Duck. When he, you know, when he got angry, Cliff, he just couldn't make out anything he was saying. <laughs> Not exactly sure what he said, but yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, the whole history of the world is summed up in the fact that when nations are strong. They're not always just, and when they wish to be just, they're no longer strong. Uh, B. Arthur. <laughs> no, you idiot, that sounded nothing like B. Arthur. I-, I couldn't think of who it was, so I just made up. <laughs> and also, I'll vacuum when Sears makes one I can ride on. <laughs> That's supposed to be Roseanne? That's a flawless. Roseanne Barr! <laughs> oh, Cliff, I just was experiencing the laugh at the end of the Roseanne theme song. <clears throat> oh, good. All right, here we go. Um. I am your grocer. There is a sale on mangoes. Two for one, aisle 13. That was... The announcer from the old Chaos Opryland ride. <laughs> your, your time is running out. See, no, Cliff. That was it. Oh, that no? was Darth Vader. Oh. Working at a grocery store. Uh, <laughs> this is probably a character. Let's say this is a character and not a person. Okay. I should have been pointing that out, but I forgot. Marriage is three parts love and seven parts forgiveness of sins. Be content with what you are and wish not change, not dread your last day, not long for it. Dracula. <laughs> no, oh, no. There's a flawless Frankenfurter. Oh my god, that really, absolutely, 100% was my first thought. And I was like, I don't remember that phrase from Rocky Horror Picture Show because I was stupid and forgot that you weren't saying words that they actually said. I had a momentary lapse of of, of, of consciousness. Only momentary. It was momentary. Only... It's gone now. I'm back. All right, your turn. All right, this is going to be a tough one. <clears throat> ah, you only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough. Wow. That was a someone, somebody in an insane asylum. Uh, no. It was. <laughs> it's only because I didn't add Waka Waka. <laughs> Fuzzy Bear. That was the best right. Fuzzy Bear I could do. Well, God bless you for it, Kendall. Finally, for me, over here, most of us have no real loves and no real hatreds. Blessed is love. Less blessed is hatred, but thrice accursed is that indifference, which is neither one nor the other. Was that Morgan Freeman? No! That was his (laughs) co-star in the whatever list, the bucket list, a flawless Jack Nicholson. (laughs) Uh, It was very close, very close. They're, They're very similar. you know. In many ways, yes. They're both beloved actors. Beloved. All right. Cliff, uh, next up on our list of childhood toys, we just couldn't get enough of. Couldn't get enough. Couldn't get enough. Is this number, number six? Number six, yeah. <laughs> number six goes to... When I was a young warthog. No, when I was a young <laughs> fat... Fat hog. <laughs> hog. <laughs> when I was a young sweat hog. I had a, a toy. I had, you know, this is a long time ago, everybody. I had a clown. He was a clown. And it wasn't, you know how, you know, you would have something. Usually, it would if you pull a string, somebody, it, it would do something. But it, he didn't have a string. He, him, he just, like, if you squeezed him in the <laughs> chest, he would laugh. Uh-huh. 
and it was a clown, and, and if you squeeze it, you go, <laughs> and I loved it, and I had it, and I, rem- I will always remember it because it terrified my cousin who slept over one I was going to say, that sounds horrible. <laughs> and I, I thought, well, I got to sleep with the clown, it's great, and it's like having Bozo in bed. And so, and he rolled over on the clown in the middle of the night and went, (laughs) (laughs) and it was terrified. Everyone, it was like Pennywise was in the room, like just a minute ago when I did a flawless Frankenfurter, it was like Pennywise was in the room. Like he was right here. It's like he's in the booth. Well, speaking of people in the booth, not in the booth, Miss. Oh, oh, boys, it's time for our shots. It's time, We've got dear, to go it's over. Time. Oh, hallelujah. Crockpot, okay. she just got her shot, and now it's time for you boys and ourselves. All right, well, as okay. long as I get a lemon uh, wedge after this, I'm good to go. Or lemon oh, bar. yes, do they have some waiting as soon as you get finished? I thought Kendall thought we were doing tequila shots and not getting a shot <laughs> oh. for a second. He no, wants a lemon that's wedge. A, that's a different line. That's a different... Yeah, it's a horse of a different color. Let's just get this the hell over with. All right. All right. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Okay. The climate may be changing, but don't you go changing the channel. Cliff and Kendall will be right back. Everybody's drinking icy light. Show them all you're on your way with the taste that says today. Cliff and Kindle time. Do you ever just think about when you're getting a shot, how it's just this little piece of metal just jamming, jamming right down into your body, big fleshy, flabby meat that is you, and it's stabbing, stabbing deep. Do you ever think about that? Did you think about that a minute ago when we all got the shot? No, Cliff, I try not to think about it. I was having a lovely conversation with the woman giving me the shot, and it was over before I even knew what happened. Well, of course it was. It was very quick. Now, what I always do, here's a tip, pro tip, because I, lo- I look away and I try to tell my mind, this is not happening, because I don't want to think about all the meat and the jabbing and the metal entering deep, <laughs> don't deep think about the meat and the jabbing. So I think it, it's not happening. This person, they're just rolling my sleeve up to check out my triceps or whatever. You know, so I'm looking off into space and then I I dig my fingernails into my body so that it that even that that confuses my brain it's like oh what's happening with these <laughs> with the fingernails down there gotta check this out so it it distracts it so my brain is not even nearly as aware of the jabbing jabbing needle metal deep into the next to the bone so that's what i that's a pro tip everybody pro tip <laughs> pro tip you already here first do you do that, or do you just turn and you look and you say, "Yeah, baby, put it in deeper"? I, I don't know. I don't. It does, I don't really feel that much. So I just like I just like loosen my muscles and relax, and then it it feels like it just 
goes in and out without any problem. That's what I do in other areas. I don't mind getting shots as much as I can't. I can't get blood drawn, or I like pass out and die. Oh no, that's now that's a different story. Please, blood drawn. I I have to look away. I have to act. That is that is that. I have the same scenario you were talking about with the shot. I have to mm-hmm. think about other things. I have to actively like just completely keep my brain focused to not think that there's blood pumping out in a little vial over there. And sometimes the nurses talk about it and they're like, Ooh, you got a lot of good flow here. And I'm just like, stop. I'm trying to get away from this moment. Like stop bringing me back toward it. Cause that makes me queasy. I always, okay. I don't know how many times I've, I've had blood drawn. Let's say 10. I don't know if that's right or not, but let probably, it seems like a lot, but probably not. So, so let's say eight. Eight times, once, maybe twice, everything was fine. I walked out of there, no problem. Every other time, I turn ghostly white, and and the nurse is like, "Oh my, you let's let's have you lie back for just a few minutes, and until you feel a little bit better." And it's like it's like when Shelby was needed the juice and still back. No, that's what they're like. We got to get him some juice, and somebody says I got candy in my purse. No juice is better, and so they last. Juice, you know, Cliff, drank the juice. Yeah, so that's what happens with me, Kendall, and that is the story. And he's sticking to it. Oh, quit talking about sticking, sticking needles, well, sticking. Cliff, yeah. I don't know if you heard Charles. He's running around like, you know, just singing uh, circle, circle, dot, dot, dot. Now I got my COVID shot. I know, Mrs. Butter, Butter, Butter. Butter asked him not to say that. Because the kids are going to pick it up. They're going to have it in the schoolyard. It's going to be a whole thing. We don't want it to be a whole thing. No, no. But leave it to Charles. Maybe you can talk to him later. <laughs> Get some one-on-one time with him. Explain. I'm not talking to him at all. Um, anyway. Yes. We can move on with our countdown of the greatest, most wonderful toys to play with as children. <laughs> Let's do it. So, well, let's see. We were at number 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. We were at, we were at number 5. Uh, oh, damn it. And I've realized now I've made so many mistakes <laughs> in the choices that I've already presented. <laughs> so, it starts, Cliff. And I have as well, of course. But, <laughs> number 5 on my list. So, the, I cannot tell you the br- brand name of this. I can't tell you more than just what my memory is of it. But there were these... Think about like PVC, like plastic white tubes, right? Uh huh. So they kind of look like that, and they had two little holes on the end, and they had little connectors like elbows and T's and different things, and they would click together. So you'd have to push the button to release them, but you would you could build like um, again we got it at a yard sale, and it was like a little book that showed you, you could build a little uh, shelf with it, or you could build a table. I, of course, like, used all the parts to build a haunted house with that you had to, like, crawl through. But it was just the most fun thing because you could, like, just piece it together in different ways to make things out of it. I'll have to find it. I've got a video of it. I'll send it to you so you can know exactly what I'm talking about. But it was great. It was like this connector set, and it was wonderful. I like it. I like it, y'all. I see your video. What was it like? Something to play with, or yeah, was... it was a kids. It was a kids thing. Okay, so like it. Like if you put four pieces of the PVC white thing together in a square with four elbows, uh huh. Then it had like a little tray thing that would pop in, so it'd make like a little tabletop. You okay. know, so you could like piece those together and make like a whole shelf, or you could make a long table, or you know, it, it, what I loved about it was like, here's all these pieces, like Legos. It was like, right. build whatever you want. So it was very like creative and fun. And the reason I don't know what name it was, because we just got it at a yard sale and it was just like pieces. Uh, you know? Well, two things. Sounds like mostly you made tables and shelves, which doesn't sound as much fun. Sounds like No, I made haunted houses part. with it. I oh, told right, you. right, right, right. Was, okay, but I love stuff like that. Bonk, bonk. Kendall, that was what number? Speaking of, did you get any lemonade? No. Oh, that was number five. I didn't. I went over. I was waiting in line that I thought was a line for a water fountain. Then I realized the water fountains, they're like covered due to coronavirus. So I was in the complaint department. So I just started complaining. I I won't say about who. (laughs) Hey, when in Rome. When in Rome, do as the Romans do. 
That what did okay? You said something you don't know the name of. Either you made shelves. The click together playset that was number five. All right, the click together shelf set was number five, and number four. Oh God, so many missteps. Oh, along the way <laughs> in this countdown, I'm gonna say, oh, oh. All right, I guess number four. I have to say, I you know my frequent. Guests are Alan, he's dead, and in heaven, and living the life of a dead person in heaven. But our other frequent guests are my Pee Wee Herman doll, does represent those kind of talking dolls, like the Pee Wee Herman. And I did bring, today, I brought, let's see if the listeners can guess who it is. Kendall, unfortunately, I didn't tell him to look away. I just should tell him to look away like you're getting blood drawn, but I didn't. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what that was. Hold on. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. nope. The most. It's showtime. I'm the ghost with the most. Ringing any? Uh, I think there's a Let's lot of bells hear. ringing for people. There you go. Let's see. <laughs> Almost. Unfortunately, it sounds like me doing an impression of any uh, other uh, character. This is, I thought for a second, is Kendall doing an impression? Is this Sir <laughs> Sir Paul McCartney or somebody that Kendall's doing an impression? That was Beetlejuice. And yes, those toys, I had so many. I had Pee Wee, of course, Beetlejuice, Urkel, and Ernest. And I just loved them. I loved them. I don't think they make them as much anymore. And you're still pulling our strings after all these years. I know. And the, yeah, I think he was getting better with practice, don't you, Beetlejuice? And see, Beetlejuice is his head spins. Oh, no wonder he sounds like that. And then somewhere you click him. I don't know. Somewhere you click. Oh, there he goes. I don't know. Maybe he didn't spin anymore. We're all old <laughs> these days. Okay, no, he does. Oh, sure. There he went. All right. Oh, what fun. What fun. Fun. <laughs> number so Pull string that. dolls. Is that what that, that Pull number? string dolls and connect shelving units. That's our favorite toys. <laughs> oh, just wait. It gets better. It gets, it gets better. So much better. Oh, shit, Kendall. But what would you do about the doll? What would I do? Yeah, what would you yeah, do? What would you do? I'll see what I'll do. What would you do? Oh, I'd I play a little game called, called WWID. What would I do? All right, Cliff. Well, let me ask you then. You're walking alone in the woods. I'm walking along in the woods and having a take party. Yourself, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, take yourself there now. But you're you're just having a party in the woods. And you just, as you're walking along, you fall in a hole. And you continue to fall for five straight minutes. Luckily. You fall on something soft, it breaks your fall, and you get up and you begin to walk in this cave. And this cave, it continues to get weirder and weirder. All kind of weird things are happening. And it just goes deeper and deeper. And you start to see creatures crawling in the darkness around you. The only food you have is a bag of Reese's Pieces in your pocket. What do you do? Well, I would have already eaten the Reese's Pieces on that long fall. (laughs) So, I mean, you just go. You just go with it, man. Go with it, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. Hey, Kate. Hey, man. When you're going through hell, keep (laughs) going, man. freaky deaky, Cave. (laughs) Show me what you got, creatures of the night. I ate all my Reese's Pieces, man. But let's see what's happening. Oh, my gosh. Good times, Cliff. Good times. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> All right, Kendall. That's what I would do. Let's see what you would do. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Well, turns out an evil genie has been binge watching dinosaurs on Disney Plus. Well, I'm sure he would do that. And you know, after the binge watch, he decided. Oh, oh, he looked at you, and he decided to turn you into a dinosaur. But not a funny one or that makes wisecracks. <laughs> a regular <Right>. one. 
And, but, you know, he's still, he did learn something about kindness from the dinosaurs program. He's going to let you choose what dinosaur you get turned into. Kendall, WWU do. What would you do? Which dinosaur? Well, Cl- Cliff, of course I would. Wait, you mean like from the dinosaurs show? No, he's not making you a funny one. He's making you a regular Oh, one. oh, okay. I was going to say, I'd be Robbie. Um, let's Robbie. see. Robbie. I love, I, you know, when I was a kid, I had just the biggest crush on Robbie the dinosaur. <laughs> I thought he really? was just the cutest. Yeah. Him and Kirk Cameron and Wally, the Beaver's older brother. It was that hairstyle. It was the um, hair. It was the hair. He had great hair. So I would probably say, like, like, like uh, pterodactyl. Because I'm already, like, enormous and fat, like a. Uh, T-Rex or Brontosaurus or something. I'd want something I can like fly around and be lighter and enjoy. Away. Kindle the dinosaur would fly so high. Oh, thank oh, you, me. you, you. Thank you, evil genie, for turning Kindle into a pterodactyl. Then you would talk like this. Oh, hello, Pee-wee. I'm, <laughs> my name is Kendall. I'm a pterodactyl. Pee-wee. And I had so much fun being on the Pee Wee show. Exactly. Randy said I was an obese pterodactyl. <laughs> I wouldn't right. be obese. That would that would be the magic. I would be a thin one. Magic. All right. Um, you believe in magic? Yes. Uh, I I believe in it. Cliff, you submit an application to who else but Madonna uh-huh. to become her new ukulele player on tour. It's okay. for her new song she's working on. Okay. You're gonna love it. Okay. Anyway. Thinking you will never hear anything back from the application, you have, of course, said that you're a virtuoso ukulele player, and you're very proficient. Madonna herself calls you up and says, I'm so excited to have you on board. You're going to be my new ukulele player. Um, I've got you on a plane coming to LA or wherever Madonna is these days, and she wants you to start in a week. What do you do? I'm not worried, and here's why. (laughs) Of all the people in the world, let's say, you know, there are some people you're going to tell 90% of the truth, right? Uh-huh. There are some people, like, you, like even they go even further, like co-host to co-host. We're going to tell each other 99.99, hopefully, the truth. Right, yeah. we're like uh, hand sanitizer. We're there's going to be one margin of error because we're not going to ever be able to just express truly how fat the other one is. <laughs> just because we're too nice, we're too nice. But the other, but if I wrote a letter to Madonna, you better make damn sure I am telling her the truth. So unbeknownst to you, I have learned the ukulele, and I am so <laughs> good at it. That now I'm thinking, yes, yes, M and I together at last doing a ukulele album. This is the way it was meant to be. That's what I would do. There you have it. There you have it. Right there. Oh, oh, oh! Smithsonian is on fire. Oh and God, no! You're the only one there. You're the night watchman, and you've only got time enough to sprint around and save two historical movie props before they go up in smoke. What would you do? And let's just, you can just guess if something's in the Smithsonian. I don't know. All right. Um. I would go for Kermit the Frog. All right. And I would get the ruby red slippers from the Wizard of Oz. There you go. I think those are excellent choices. (laughs) You know, pretty much all that stuff is just duplicates now anyway of the real stuff that's in the basement, so they're going to be fine. It's all Uh, protected from fire. Kendall, listeners, can you believe how innocent Kendall is? He thinks not only is there a basement in the Alamo, he thinks there's a basement in the Smithsonian, too. But there is a basement in the Alamo. Oh, anyway. of course there's. That's where Pee-wee's bicycle is being held. All right, my turn. Oh, yeah. Channel, yeah. Channel 81, Cliff. <laughs> they have asked us to come fill in for their home improvement show. Turns out that they thought we were so good. <laughs> they thought we were so good on Busheltown Hello 
that they figured we would be just as good on this home improvement show. <laughs> well, they send the homeowners away and we are we completely redo their house. We think it looks amazing. And when we take the blindfolds off, the homeowners, they begin to cry and they say they never asked for a huge mural of Jake Gyllenhaal or a Billy Crystal room. Cliff, what do you do? I just turn to the camera crew and say, well, there's no accounting for taste. <laughs> so, so you win some, you lose some. <laughs> Join us next week. <laughs> and that's why our show would be so great because we don't give a shit. We're like, hey, these people don't know what they got. And so then I'd see say, next co- week. come back next week to Busheltown Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> Just a whole bunch of fat people going. <laughs> it's like walruses. <laughs> What was it that he used? What was it that they would say? He, 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 like, I've got a power blaster, but we're gonna make it more powerful. Do you remember they would chant something? Give it more power, more power, more power. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, <laughs> uh oh, this is sad. Uh oh, <laughs> you've been trying to become a pro magician for a while now, and. Uh, whoa, a local magician employer, the only one in town, has decided to hire you, and you're super happy. Great news. And, oh, uh, until, you're happy until you overhear the bosses talking. Kendall, they only hired you because you're fat. <laughs> They've been having complaints written in because all the magicians were too skinny, and they thought that there was prejudice against fat people, and so they wanted a token fatso. And they don't even think you're good at magic. What would you do? Well, Cliff, that's when I tell you. And it doesn't matter how you got the foot in the door. Once that fat foot's in the door, you run. You run as fast as you can. And they're going to be like, holy shit. Fat people are good at magic, too. And they're like, we've got a hell of a magician here. That's just when they finally, you know, uh, start watching the show and quit looking at the fat. And then they, they realize how magical I really am. And I live happily ever after as a famous Busheltown magician. Ocus Bocus. How's that for an answer? Sure was an answer. That's what, it was what something. you would do. <laughs> that is what I would do. And I'm no longer doing any of those things. It's not what I'm doing. Cliff him. Yes. I'm down to number three on our countdown oh, of childhood toys. Shit. All right. That's where I'm at. Now, you may find this a little boring. I may find this no 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 come on is it another build yourself no. build your own shelf well no well, no, no, Cliff, no I did no. think there is an honorable mention that goes with the shelf that I just have to say real quick and that was when I found all these cardboard boxes at the auction next door of like ovens and and refrigerators and I built a huge fort in the backyard out of cardboard and that was amazing and that was the best time I ever had but number three on the list is Cliff. A model train. Teenagers <laughs> love playing with model trains. I did not, but I look forward to hearing about yours. Oh, uh, well, Cliff. Now, to be honest, my model train set was not an amazing model train set. It was like a piece of wood that my dad, like, mounted the track to around. And it was just a big circle, you know. And I had a few little toys I'd play with. But my friend, Michael, when I was little, his dad was like a collector of trains when he was like a little kid and it collected all these from Christmases over the years and when I was about six or seven they moved to this new house and he built a he turned the entire basement into a model trail uh, train railway and it took up the whole basement and went all around you and you had to crawl under to get to the middle and you they had like you know the conductor hats and this guy was obviously having like a midlife crisis or something but it was amazing as a kid to be able to go in and drive all these trains and he had all the little like log things that would like you push a button and they do all the different stuff it was you know nobody else got to do that kind of stuff because nobody else had like a their friend's dad had a big huge train set but it was it was pretty cool so i had a little small train at my house because i wanted to be like that but that's all i had train 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 of Fools. Oh, I think that's a great one. Train, train, train. Number three. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> good, good, good. Good, 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 good. good, good. <laughs>
we just saw a citizen pass out on the floor. They were having a very bizarre reaction to the vaccine, boys. And Mrs. Potter, 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 turn, she helped them back up and into their chair. Oh, dear, it was nothing a little, little lemon wedge wouldn't cure immediately, dear, and help their blood sugar. <laughs> oh, lemon, did you get lemon wedges because Kendall asked you for those? I think he wanted a lemon oh. square. One of the Dear, I'm I made pastries. special lemon wedges just for Kindle. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that was lovely. I, and and I can't wait to try one. Oh dear, we've run out, dear. I gave them away to all the people getting their shots. <laughs> Sorry about that, Kindle boy. <laughs> Better yeah, luck next time. time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yes, now Crockpot is over there. It looks like she's dozed off. I wonder, is that because she was up late last night partying, or is she having a reaction to the shot? Yes, dear, she was up late doing Crockpot, dear. <laughs> you know, she has to make a whole new inventory for the new store. Oh, yes. She's been working at her pottery wheel night and day, boys, in preparation for Mrs. Potter Potter Butterton's grand opening coming soon. <laughs> we can't wait, dear. Now, we just wanted to check to make sure both of you were feeling okay after your shot. I am feeling okay. I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling like I made a lot of wrong placements on this countdown that we're doing. But other than that, <laughs> I'm feeling a little peckish. <laughs> oh, dear, you're always feeling peckish. That's true. I know. All right, well, uh, Cliff, we got to continue this countdown. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry, we got hate to kick you out, but we got to carry on. Oh, dear, that's okay, dear. We need to go check on the next group of people coming in after their shots. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh all right. Oh, yeah. over this way. This way, people. All right, Cliff, uh, where are we at? Number... Two. Two. Let's take a big number two. Kendall. Right. <laughs> After this look into the Busheltown community calendar. Oh, good idea, Cliff. Let's find out what's happening here in Busheltown. I'm so full of good ideas. Oh, another good idea I had. I didn't even tell you this. I had Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn. I had her ask the whoever's in charge of this, you know, the gymnasium upkeep. I said, is it uh-huh. okay if after we finish our show, if I get Charles the contractor to set up our mic and everything, and I, I could sing, I could perform for the people waiting. I, I had a really good idea for something to sing. For them after the show so so stay tuned for that listeners that's coming up later uh, they're gonna allow it yes they're gonna allow it why would they not allow <laughs> it i don't know I, I i just was curious all right cliff um bushel down community calendar why don't you start us out kendall uh, oh good news down at willie's wire warehouse they're having a spring sale and all the oh. aluminum springs are 25% off and the iron and steel springs are 30% off spring sale at Willie's Wire Warehouse Willie says spring into spring with the spring sale at Willie's Wire Warehouse you can also visit Willie's on the web at www.www.com Kendall get you some springs I like it get you some springs do you need some springs or are you all stocked up I, I could really use a spring in my step, Cliff. I'll see if I can find one down at Willie's. All right, Cliff. The Erotic Bakery has a sale going on. It's called the Spring Ding Clean. All baked goods are half off all next week. Can you believe it? So uh, now, get on the, down there. Are the baked goods half off or are their aprons half off? <laughs> oh, Cliff, you wish. You wish? Oh, it's, it's the baked goods. Um, and... They say, come on down and get yourself a day-old ding-dong for half the price. Uh, a day-old ding-dong half the price. They're, they're giving those ding-dongs away. And that's like 75% off for a day-old ding-dong. I don't know. Don't don't try to do the math, Kendall. It's not going to turn out well. <laughs> Kendall, next Saturday. Uh, this is, oddly, very close to the Ironic Bakery. This is just down the way at the Industrial Clown Supply Store. They are hosting a pie party against prejudice. They want you to come down and eat some pies and pie some people and get pied in the face. All for a good cause. They're raising money to end prejudice. You know, their slogan is, under the paint, we're all the same. 
and that is at the Industrial Clown Supply Store near the. I don't, I don't know if I could if I could go for another pie in my face, but I could go for one in my mouth, Cliff. I don't know, Kendall. It's, I think it's up to the clowns where the pie goes. <laughs> well, I hope, hope not. Busheltown Road Improvement Group. They want to remind everybody, let them know that even though they finished Shovel Street this week, turns out they used the wrong ingredient in the road surfacing material, and they're going to have to start all over at the other end, tear it all up again. It's going to be a big mess. Oh. Just when we thought we were out of the woods. I think I heard them jackhammering this morning, getting getting started. Yep, 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 yep. There yep, you go. Yep. There you go, Kendall. There you go. You heard it from Brig, the Busheltown Road Improvement Group. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Busheltown Pet Shelter. Finally from me, Kendall. The Busheltown <laughs> Pet Shelter. They're holding a rally this Sunday afternoon in front of the town hall. They want to raise awareness and encourage people not to give chicks or bunnies or duckies as Easter gifts. You know, Easter's Don't coming coming right around the, the bend there. And people do that sometimes. And just nobody wants these animals. And they often end up at the shelter or worse, flush down the toilet. They want you to give candy or rye seeds instead. And they're actually giving away free packets of rye seeds to anyone who comes down to the rally either wearing a costume or holding a sign so that's sunday afternoon town hall town hall i love that just don't do it just don't do it just don't do it that's their slogan i guess you could put that on your sign kendall to get you some seeds (laughs) don't do it but finally for me the pot you of butter put butter it, You could put like the Nike swoosh and then the, you know the Ghostbusters cross out on top of it. Yeah. Just just don't do it is what you can then write that. The Pot of Butter Butter Churn Center for the Arts is announcing its 2021 season. Oh. It starts with a one man play. Me? Uh, did, I, did, you, wanna... did they put me on the on the no, season? They didn't tell me. No, no, no. It's a one man play. They want to uh, you know continue the good social distancing, obviously. So it was written and will be performed by local Bushingtonian Leroy Jenkins. It's entitled Shot Through the Heart But Stabbed in the Arm. And it's a personal account of love loss and vaccination during the year that was 2020, Cliff. So if you show proof of your shot, you'll get a free tub of popcorn. Well, no offense to Leroy, but when that closes immediately, I'm going to get in there after that. (laughs) They're going to have a little space. (laughs) Yeah, I, I foresee a big opening. There. All right, Kendall, that is a lot of community happenings. I hope everybody can get out and happen with them. It's time to get out and happen now that we got our shot. Shot through the arm and you're to blame. All right. Number two, Kendall. Number two, back to the childhood. Has have you seen my childhood? Get it. Get it. Kendall, there are so many thousands of runners up that I must mention. Uh, when I was very young, I ca- I was a brave young boy, and I carried a doll named Susie, so I had to mention her. And I loved when I was very little my glow worm, glow little glow worm, oh, glimmer, I did love glimmer, glimmer. And of course, my Teddy Ruxpin would have been a good idea for me to invest in some of those C and D batteries and have Teddy Ruxpin up and running for this episode. <laughs> but those batteries are just so expensive, guys. I've got to save up for them. And, uh, and uh, te- but Teddy is on there, and of course my Muppet Muppet, not Muppet Babies, my Muppet Adult Beanbag Toys, and my karaoke machine that I used to make uh, radio shows in back before I knew what the radio was, before Kendall and I invented podcasts before that. And coming in at number two is a tie for. All of my Batman 89 and Batman Returns action figures and the Wayne Manor playset that they played with. <laughs> One side was, you know, Bruce Wayne's house, and the bat, you flip it around, Batcave. All right, that was the best. That's a lot, Cliff. You're like, everything in section two through four of the Toys R Us store. Well, that's one. All of those, the Batmans, (laughs) the Catwoman, I love. The Catwoman action figure was the best. Now, the funny thing about the Penguin action figure 
from Batman Returns. I guess they just thought the Danny DeVito penguin was just too weird looking to make the toy look like him. <laughs> so they totally just reused the old school penguin mold from the like the the Super Friends cartoon series, and they just he was just wearing black this time instead of blue. But he <laughs> he looked like Burgess Meredith basically from. Batman, the old Ian, show. we needed somebody that looked like us that we could look up to. I know we need someone horrifying like the Danny DeVito. But anyway, <laughs> that's that's one. And then the tie for number two is when I also when I was very young, I played with uh, I had I had all the He-Man toys. But my favorite He-Man toy really was the spinoff was She-Ra because she had hair and uh, she had mm-hmm. long, beautiful blonde hair, and I wanted a strong female protagonist in my toy playings and so that so i chose she-ra as that and she was not only the princess of power but you know working girl and uh, up you know sophisticated uh, cosmopolitan single gal on the prowl so those are my number twos kendall and i leave it to you to do you mentioned so number many one. number yeah. twos i'm surprised there's anything left for number one for me but fortunately you did not mention it Cliff, and that is the Harry Houdini magic set. <laughs> Didn't mention it, it, Kendall. Tell me about it. Changed my formative years forevermore, Cliff. It was a little box, and it was about this big. And in it, it had this plastic black magician's hat. And it was just all, it was the bee's knees. I wore it everywhere I went. And I cannot believe that that kid did not include a cape. So I had to make one myself out of an old sheet, but I was a magician forevermore after I received that Harry Houdini magic set as a kid. How old were you? Oh, probably like, maybe like four or five. I was really little. I've got pictures of me with the hat on when I was a little, little kid. Focus, focus. But it changed my life, Cliff, and the world was always magical after that. Expecto yeah. Patronum. Focus, focus. There you have it. Focus, focus. Expecto Patronum. <laughs> well, Kendall, what a countdown. What a trip backward in time. What a trip it has been. What a journey this has been. And the end is not in sight. But the stars are out tonight. And they're bound to guide my way. All right, I've got to get over there get some of those lemon wedges or lemon squares, whatever the hell y'all are talking about. I've well, got, I was going to say, I'm, now that we... I deserve some. I think we should go and celebrate and get some ice cream or something. We're, we're, we're doing good. It's been longer than 15 minutes. Let's do that here. So let's help me carry this stuff out to out here. And you wait for me when the song is over. Oh, we'll okay. go get some ice cream. Do you really need the dinger too? Uh, no, you can leave them in here. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see you here next week. Next week. All right. Here. Hold on. Let's get the mic. We're taking Beetlejuice too. No, Kendall, get get the hell out. Get your ass out. Shut the door to the booth already, for God's sake. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Oh, I'm so happy to see so many out getting vaccinated this morning here at the Busheltown High School Gymnasium. You know, when I heard we were going to be here, I insisted that I be able to give back to those brave enough to get vaccinated. It takes a lot of courage to get stuck in the arm willingly. Who wants to get stabbed in the arm? Nobody, but for this vaccine, you gotta. And also, more importantly, to our essential healthcare workers, I said, listen, guys, I gotta give back. And I gotta give my voice to people here in the gymnasium. And since it is about lunchtime, I thought it appropriate that I propose a toast. Here's to the ladies who lunch. Everybody laugh. 
lounging in their caftans and planning a brunch on their own behalf. Off to the gym, then to a fitting, claiming they're fat. And looking grim, cause they've been sitting, choosing a hat. Does anyone still wear a hat? I'll drink to that. And here's to the girls who say smart, aren't they gas? Rushing to their classes in optical art, wishing it would pass. Another long, exhausting day, another thousand dollars, a matinee, a pinter play, perhaps a piece of Mahler's. I'll drink to that. And one for Madonna. <laughs> Here's to the girls who play wife. Aren't they too much? Yes. Keeping house but clutching a copy of life just to keep in touch. The ones who follow the rules and meet themselves at the schools too busy to know that they're fools aren't they a jam I'll drink to them let's all drink to them and here's to the girls who just watch aren't they the best <laughs> When they get depressed, it's a bottle of scotch, plus a little chest. Another chance to disapprove, another brilliant singer, another reason not to move, another vodka stinger. I'll drink to that. So here's to the girls on the go. Everybody tries. Look into their eyes and you'll see what they know. Everybody dies. A toast to that invincible bunch. The dinosaurs surviving the crunch. Let's hear it for the ladies for lunch, everybody. I was saying rise, not rye. Come on. Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com.